What's up, guys? Welcome to the next episode of the Sneaker Sins podcast, where we discuss, debate, and dissect the sins and the wins in the sneakerverse. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jason, and I'm here with my other co-hosts, Brett, Jalen, and Nabil. How's everybody uh, doing this week? Yo, 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 yo. I'm big chilling, man. I uh, I got some sneakers in the mail this week, so that's a pretty good feeling. I, uh, oh, really? I don't know if you guys ever heard of this brand, but it's, uh, the Mizuno Wave Rider 1. It's typically like a, a running sports I know, shoe brand. You know, it, it, they mostly do volleyball like court shoes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, a, lo- a lot of performance wear, but they did a retro of their first performance shoe. So the original shoe, I think, came out in like 1998 or late 90s, and then they did a retro of it about two years ago for like streetwear purposes. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can pull up a picture for you guys up here. I'm looking but, at it right now. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's basically a very much a dad shoe vibe. Pretty excited to have it. I got it for 60 bucks on eBay, so that's pretty Phenomenal. Nice. Still riding the dad shoe vibes? Always. Yeah, you can't have enough dad <laughs> Retro trainer kind of. Yeah, these are cool. Where, do you know how like how old these are? A Mizuno okay, very interesting. Yeah, they're all retro. Like I don't. I think it's very hard to find it like an OG pair now. So like the retro came out in 2018. <laughs> so like they're two years old. Not the nowhere near the oldest sneaker. This is the exact colorway that I have. It's like a fall autumn like burgundy esque uh, colorway. With the orange hits. Yeah, yeah. It's it apparently it's like according to sneaker news, it's pumpkin orange red. Yeah, I see that. And the suede, yeah. like got the suede on it. Yeah. Yo, this yeah. um nice. this particular silhouette uh gives me heavy Adidas young one vibes with like the toe box yeah. and like, that yeah. narrow suede. Like it's very yeah, it's it's that's immediately what I thought of. I really like them. Yeah, for sure. And the Adidas Young One is also on my hit list eventually. Uh, I want to get the Aqua Velvet colorway of that. It's also pretty sick. Awesome. Yeah. How about you guys? How's everyone else doing? Good, man. Same. Just, uh, you know, chilling. Um, it's gotten a lot colder uh, here in Toronto, where we're all based out of in the past kind of two weeks. And it is not nice. I don't know about you guys, but not a fan. Yeah, did you guys have a bit of snow? Like, I I had some snow on my roof today. A tiny yeah. bit of snow, yeah. Like downtown, everything's gone now. But oh yeah, nothing's oh. in the ground. But yeah, yeah, it, it all melted throughout the day. But when I woke up, I actually saw snow on roofs, and I'm like, ah, fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna spray yeah. those shoes down. Go outside. Yeah, I got to get my my Jason Mark sponsor us, uh, please. Um, Crap protect sponsor us please uh whatever <laughs> repellent's going eh yeah for sure any other pickups uh did did jalen did you pick anything up this week or nah nothing uh, for me i was at um the nike store this past weekend with brett and uh i guess i'll kind of allude at our our bigger segment coming up but um they had the uh am9 uh, am1 in the pink lemonade the pink lemonade one oh did it yeah, they had the pink lemonade one. The Nike store mm-hmm. always has low-key heat, like just sitting. They have a great account. That's a really great Nike store. They always have a lot of stuff that like should be sold out everywhere. Just just chilling. Big Word. chill. I was just going to add to that. Um, 
So I don't know if you guys follow this YouTuber named Tom Stefanik, but he does a lot of sneaker vlogs, and he yes, just moved sir. to Toronto to like Toronto. the last I know. month I'm so ago. Excited. Yeah. So one of his recent vlogs, he actually found a pair of the Air Jordan One Mochas at that same Nike store, like a week after it released. He thinks it was a return or something, but yeah, it was just sitting there, which was crazy. Yeah. So yeah. yeah exactly. I mean, if I can kind of just add to that, I've had a couple of those, which also alluding to our big subject this week, but uh, where I've walked into that store and you kind of look to the right and, you know, the far right corner where they have the Jordans and every now and then you'll go, what the hell? Like, am I seeing that right? And you walk yeah. to the back and you just have random restocks of like tier one and tier zero releases even sometimes. And you've, if you're just at the mall, you know, right place, right time, like there's an opportunity to pick up some crazy heat in that store if you're there at the right time. Yeah, you picked up your like purple metallic. Four. Yeah, my purple metallics fours. They had had a restock, um, you know, due to the due to the virus and everything. You know, um, I guess stores are having really trouble gauging when stocks coming in. So some stores get products really late after online releases. You know, naturally. And I walked into the store on a random weekday. It wasn't working, and uh, they had the purple metallics, the Flint thirteens. They had the fire red fives. They had the DMP sixes all sitting on restock and I had, it took everything in me not to walk out with like a thousand dollars worth of shoes. I was a good boy. I only picked up the purple metallic fours and uh, you gotta leave my house more then. So close. Exactly. Yeah. But anyways, they had the pink lemonades. They had a promo, which was buy two items and get 25% off your purchase. So I was really like, First of all, do these work on these shoes? Because they came out this week. And they're like, yeah, they do for some reason. I was like, okay. That's fine. crazy. The cheapest object in your store, aside from these pair of shoes, please. And I don't know, it was a water bottle. And or you something. bought socks? No, the, dude, Nike socks are, it's like 24 bucks for like three pairs of socks. Like, I'll, I'll take your $9.99 water bottle or whatever. I'm all right. The guy was trying to sell the Jason Mark hard. They were trying to sell the, uh, the, the Jason Mark Rappel hard. Like, I saw every Nike employee in there talking to anyone who was talking to somebody who was buying shoes. They're like, "Yo, you got you got you got to get the, the rappel. You put this stuff on. It'll it'll keep your shoes safe." They probably have a commission on that or something. I don't know. They were probably yeah. just push that stuff. But anyways, uh, so yeah, I got the the pink lemonades at like twenty five percent. Like damn, like really weak. Yeah. I I don't know why it was weird, but. Yeah. So they'll stay on my shelf forever, and then you know. I, I am slightly jealous. I I've been admiring those pink lemonades from afar for about a week now, mainly because like they remind me of like Starbucks drinks. That's why. What Starbucks? Yeah, because I think it's it's strawberry. It's like strawberry lemonade is like the official name. Oh, for it. and like anytime I order like a like a black tea or whatever from Starbucks, no, I, I always tell them like black tea lemonade. We just get you the office, eh? You're just used to getting boss man his hibiscus uh, tea all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I put him on that though. I, I was on those iced teas before him. All right, all right, that's hilarious. Brett, any pickups, buddy? I know you're. You know what? I don't know if this counts. Not. It hasn't happened yet, but it is happening because I sorted a deal out today. I've been trying to get rid of my Duke Dunk highs from 2016 for like maybe like a month now. And uh, I finally sold them tentatively, and I've since worked out a deal to put that money towards a certain pair that I've been eyeing for a very long time. The should I say now? Should I tell you? Sure. Okay. You're gonna give Fragment, it away. Fragment threes. Oh. Fragment like the the fragment. The white and black ones that just the white and black there. Yeah. That I might have to send to Jalen to 
I'm just gonna say Jalen, paint them for. I do know. Blue. Paint them bright blue. Sneakerheads are going crazy right now, but I'll do really? that. I'll vandalize my shoes. So, unpopular topic. Out of that fragment release, I, I actually wanted the fragment 35s more than the threes personally. Um, the 35 is great. I was super disappointed with the 34. Um, wow. And I think the 35, they just came back with a banger. I don't know. I feel like it's a little prettier. Um, mm -hmm. I love that big ass gap in the middle. So, yeah, anyways, not to get off topic. Great shoe. Yeah, and the sure. surprising colorway was phenomenal. I remember seeing actually what we walked into the Jordan store RIP uh, when it was still open and they had the cadences, which was just yep. you know, Jordan's like training model or something. They had the fragment cadence in just sitting on the shelf, could have scooped it up. Um, not a bad shoe, but obviously like nothing hyped because it's not like a retro or. You yeah. Know. You really have to either really like it or that that's pretty much it. Cause I doubt it goes for much on resale. Yeah, if it's dude, if it's not like a like a retro, like first sub sub ten sub twelve, um, yeah, like sub fifteen Jordan. No one gives a shit, bro. No one cares about your thirty fives. I, I was looking at the prices like last week, and they're they're pretty up there. Like they're they're, they're over retail by quite a bit. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head right now, but yeah. um, yeah, they're up there. I'm kind of surprising. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. funny, and, it, you know, to back Jason's point there, I remember the Cactus Jack 34s sat on shelves for, like, two, three weeks, and they were showing up at, like, Ross and Burlington out in the States, like, at heavy, heavy discounts for a long time. I think so, that's a 33, right? Well, was it? The, oh, it was a 33. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, because 34s yeah. are ugly. Big tall one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, it, it's definitely gone down. So I just looked up the, uh, the Fragment 35s. Like, they, they've gone down in price over the last week, and... You're probably right, Jason. They'll probably like keep going down eventually, but um, at least in, on initial release, they were going for like pretty high. That's kind. Of, that's very surprising to me. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, on that note, let's get cracking with today's topics. In case this is your first time listening to the Sneaker Sins podcast, uh, what we typically like to do here is uh, let each co-host bring up maybe one to two topics of their choosing to discuss. Um, and at the end, maybe just kind of give a, a big sneaker win or sneaker sin uh, at everyone's respective topics. So we can start it off with Jalen. Uh, so this week, talking about the Cactus Plant Flea Market Dunk Collection. And I surprisingly really like them. These showed up a while ago, but they just got a price release on them. And it's five fifty USD. Mm -hmm. Oh my, it's wrong. Um, so steam, not probably not on my hit list, but definitely super interesting. Uh, I won a pair of the liquid metal Air Forces from NetMag recently, and I don't think I'd wear them as they are, but after seeing these, I might consider rhinestoning them because if I'm gonna do it, you should go all out. Yeah, these, these, these are crazy. I've been seeing these on Instagram a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't like the. The 97s um, that came out with the Swarovski. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking like about those. Before. Yeah. I don't know. They, were, they weren't enough. Like, if they were going to do it, they should have looked like this. This is really surprising to me. I'm actually surprised that this is like a CPFM collab because, I mean, if you are familiar with CPFM, like Cactus Plant Flea Market, you know that all their stuff's like pretty crazy, pretty out there. Mm -hmm. But like, not like this out there, like yeah. more like abstracty uh, like different colors color pops 
I was reading about it and it said the main, it was supposed to celebrate the main theme of air and sunshine through dynamic light refraction. Air and sunshine through, I love it. I don't really see that personally. Yeah, I was like, shiny shoe? Yeah, for sure. I see it. Um, yeah, and I agree with I agree with you guys on all points. I really, really enjoy these. I don't know what it is because it's not a shoe that I would traditionally gravitate towards at all. It's too flashy, but there's just something about. I don't know. I really like them. Um, I've never seen these ones. I didn't know they. You know, yeah, for sure. Like CPFM is um, super graphic heavy. Very yeah, very colorful, very abstract. So to see something this plain, mm-hmm. albeit shiny. Yeah, it's very surprising, but I'm I'm here for them. Yeah, I think this is their first time working on the dunk silhouette. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it could also be that they just really wanted to stand out with whatever they were going to do with the dunk, and this That's definitely fair. accomplishes that. The insoles on them are pretty graphic. They look more like their traditional like graphic-y design stuff. There's like a big L and a big R on the inside, and then like it almost looks like a heat map. On the inside. Cool. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I like okay, that. that. Yeah, that insole detail is like hands down hard. my favorite detail of this shoe. That's yeah. dope. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I were to come across them, I would wear them, but absolutely. at that price point, not sure. I'd also be super concerned about like these crystals like falling off? Question mark. I don't know about you guys, but I guess if you're like you know. This is not a daily shoe. Nah, no, you can wear this yeah. like a red carpet. Type of hat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. These are not your beater dunks. No. no. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a sneaker yeah. sin in my book. I just, I, I think it's too flashy. It's it's not wearable. It's it's not uh, Cactus Plant's best. Uh, I definitely, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan. I've never been a fan of Ryan's. I really don't like Ryan Stowe's across the board on like anything anytime like you know i don't know you think about the like there's the supreme sweaters with the rhinestone stuff i i, I always think it's kind of tacky um there's a hoodie that goes with these and yeah yeah rhinestone like big just do it it's not even a full hoodie it like crops off at like the elbows oh my gosh crazy yeah well, aside from that i mean like you know i don't necessarily super rate this this collab, but I'm really, I really do like what Cactus Plant Flea Market has done and what they're doing. Shout out Cynthia Liu. I know, like, she used to be an intern at Complex, and then mm-hmm. she's branding. You know, CPFM is obviously kind of blown up um, with Nike collabs, like early, early. Like this, mm-hmm. I don't know what number of collab shoe this is, but I can think of two others at least. Like I know they did the Blazers. And I know they did the Vapor Max, so this is at least the, th- the third shoe collab in like I don't know two years, three years for like mm-hmm. a really three years, yeah. Um, brand Air Force One. I think. That's big. Did they do Air Force One? Yeah, they did several, and they it was through one, the first one was through their ID program, so you had a chance in a certain time frame, I believe, to kind of make your own version of it. That's what they did with the Blazer, yeah. They did that. And then the they came, yeah, exactly. And then they came out with uh, like the same thing with AF1. AF1, right? It's had the sunshine on the side and the big, uh, and the big, like, air up tempo writing. Yeah. And the bare yeah. like, letters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just saw a picture actually on the gram of CPFM's new uh, fall collection. They always put socks on, like, they just like stitch a sock or like whatever to the front of the, the sweater or something. And maybe the toe of the sock will be able to like dangle and stuff. And, I thought that was really cool and really original when I first started seeing that from them. Um, 
and you know they would do it with Nike socks, of course. And I think there probably are some official CPFM Nike hoodies that have like just a swoosh sock on the front. Anyways, we can move on to the next mini topic. So being the resident, I know I just said I bought Nikes. And I, if you do listen to the, the intro episode, I say that despite me mostly owning Nikes, I will try my best to not talk about Nike. And so here I am talking about, let's start with uh, Converse. Converse has got a new collab coming out um, with Braindead. This is not the first time they've collabed before. They've got a couple collaborations, different collaborations under their belt between Braindead and Converse, specifically those two. Braindead also works with uh, Reebok as well. So that's kind of dope to see, you know, them doing collabs with two different shoe brands. Usually, you know, you'll see a brand locked in with, uh, with one other, you know, sneaker brand or whatever it is. Or if there is some crossover between brands, it's kind of like, you know, like a Kobe situation where you used to be signed with Adidas and you used to work with Adidas and now you've since moved on and worked with Nike and you exclusively work with Nike or, you know, something along those lines. But anyways, back to the the actual collab, um, I think they're doing um, a Chuck, like a Chuck High with some um, interesting cow print on the side atop a double stacked sole i think so they're like almost platforms a pretty cool release like one it seems one side of the shoe has like a just black and white cow pattern and then the other side has a a brown and white cow pattern kind of different with a kind of a different pattern to it i guess you know obviously you're different cows i don't i don't know if it's like a jersey milk or a dairy milk i I don't know my cows that well but you know feel free to uh, correct me in the comments and in addition to the Chuck High, they are also dropping a, now I'm not exactly sure if I'm cor- pronouncing this correctly, but a Bossy or Bossy um, low. So the Bossy or the Bossy originally came out, I think a couple of years ago, and it was just like their GR, one of their boots, like a more, um, you know, all weather oriented boot. And this is the first time at least I've seen a low top version of it. And I think it looks awesome. So yeah, kind of looking forward to this release and maybe uh, end up picking it up depending on, uh, you know, if they go on sale or not. Yeah, I mean, uh, out of the two sneakers here, I'd have to say the highs are probably my preference. I don't know why. I look at the cow print and I just think of mad cow disease, maybe because it's like oh, no. <laughs> with, the brain, with the brain dead logo right on top. Oh, on the side. True, yep. Yeah, it's just, that's just the vibe I get. Are, are they both coming in full-size runs, or is, like, one a women's exclusive? Like, I, I would imagine that they would do kind of a full-size run such that mm-hmm. um, they can be run by both women and men, yeah. Always here for the full-size run. Yeah, exactly, same. Always here for the full-size run. It's nice to open it up to, to everybody. Yeah, I'm – I don't know. Like, the moment you hit me with a double sole like that, like, platforms, I'm usually yeah. just – I'm out. Like that's a big no for me. I just think of like disruptors and like heavy leather, like weird boots with heavy platform. It's just not attractive. But the Bosey or or Bosey, however you say it, the lows, they have that like translucent, almost like React 87-ish material on top, I think. Or is it all just canvas? 
It looks like it, man. I don't know. It's kind of hard. To it's tell it's kind of a netting. I think it's like a netting on top. It's but like a netting, cow right? print. Okay. Yeah, but there's yeah, still like a, but... a white cow print underneath. So Nonetheless, it's not like people can see your... Uh... I love these, man. The more I see them, the more I like them too. Like, these are really good. good. I, I actually, I really enjoy these. I hope I that there's an option. I hope that they come with like another set of bungee laces, like maybe something to match that like milk along the yeah. outside of it. Oh, that would that'd be, be really nice. Um, I'm definitely here for these. These are great. Yeah, these are sick. The toe box is dope. I like that their brain dead's pushing Converse to try new things, and uh, I'm always here for that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but these sneakers aren't a cop for me personally. Yeah. I would totally buy these. Totally fair. Uh, you know what, Brett? I would totally buy the lows too. And I know Groovy has a big Converse uh, account, so maybe. And your boy has Groovy store credit. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Manifest. <laughs> uh. Nabs, do you want to go, buddy? Uh, yeah, sure. So, big topic right now, just like in general in media, has been like the PlayStation Five release, and uh, the only two games that I know that are available for PS Five exclusively are the Spider-Man Miles Morales game and a new Assassin's Creed. So, the interesting thing about the Miles Morales game, in case for anyone that doesn't know, when the um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse movie came out introducing Miles Morales to like most people that didn't read comics or didn't know who he was before that movie. That movie was a huge hit for multiple reasons, like mainly because it was a great film, but also because they had some iconic Air Jordan Spider-Man shoes uh, associated with that. And those shoes had, had a very close resemblance to the Air Jordan 1 Chicago's. Now, obviously... Outside of movies where Sony and Disney have a licensing deal to use Spider-Man in Disney movies, I believe Disney owns all the copyright rights to Spider-Man in video games, toys, uh, and animation as well. So for this new Spider-Man Miles Morales game, they actually introduced a new Adidas superstar based off the character in the game itself. I've seen a few like just threads on YouTube videos and threads on Twitter that's just been not a negative reaction, but kind of I'll pass reaction to the shoe. And as far as I can tell, the initial photos of the shoe show this high top version that I have on the screen now. Yeah. But um so high. Yeah. yeah. So let's get into it. Is that a top ten? Is it the top ten? I, I don't know if that's a top high. Uh, I think so yeah, it's a pro model. It's a pro model. I, it's I a pro model high, yeah. Pro model, yeah. right? So that's what it is, a pro model. So we were at Adidas this past weekend, the Adidas yeah. store on Queen West, and we've got some just some employees there who we see all the time, and uh, you know we talk to them, good buddies of ours at this point. And they were talking, we were talking about this exact thing, and it was like in the game, you see like highs, like in the game, he's wearing highs, he's wearing pro yeah. highs, and then and yet the shoe you release is a superstar low, like what? Yeah, it's just. A on so many accounts like i don't understand how yeah so in my book this is a sneaker sin for like multiple levels like one for what you just pointed out like the the marketing co uh, confusion behind and it alignment like that's just yeah weird to me the other thing is that the execution on the superstar like i i, I think that the few the very few uh collaborations adidas gets right are either like really out there or really subtle this yeah. is kind of an in-between like mm -hmm. they have a very subtle miles morales spider-man logo on the heel of the 
of the sneaker, which that's the only component of the sneaker that I really liked. But overall, I think if if you're the designer behind the shoe, you know that people are obviously going to compare it to the Air Jordan 1. Like you need to add like something to it, make it at least more comparable. But hey, I, uh, obviously we don't work for Adidas. So who knows what the designers over in Germany might be yeah. thinking. Who yeah. knows what's going on behind the scenes there. But yeah, that was definitely a big question mark in a lot of people's minds, I think, was... Mm-hmm. Why would you release a superstar if the game has him in a pro model the entire time? But anyways. It kind of seems like the intention might have been for like wearability. Like it's a well-known model and this is a new game. It's a different shoe. And they might have just straight up not been trying to compete with the like the Jordan 1. Jordan aspect of was, high top two. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, That's- I don't know. It, it seems too plain for yeah you know all the hype that was around it i don't personally know too much about it but i did see this and i thought it was weird but it could just be a lifestyle thing like that is adidas's thing like uh we're gonna release a shoe that people will like and there's kind of a relation but it's not like in your face i like spider-man like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. big old fan energy yeah and, and to maybe cut them some credit, like maybe who knows, maybe the pro models just gonna come out later. Like maybe there's some yeah. delays. That's, That's a good point, actually. I was just gonna say, Nabs, it seems on the pictures that you're flashing here, uh, from and they all say captured on PS5. It seems that in different points throughout the game, maybe he's wearing a different shoe. Like yeah, he, you know. Mm-hmm. If like they do a line for him, yeah. then it would make sense, like a full line oh, yeah. of. Him right. wearing stuff, so well, could yeah, be that I mean, also. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, like Nabil says, they actually do just come out with the pro model later. You know, mm-hmm. but beyond yeah. all that, um, as a comic book nerd and like you know, like I, I I analyze all of the comic book sneakers just because like I love both comic books and I love sneakers. But in general, I feel like Adidas collaborations with Disney, like they're usually like for the most part, not the best executions with the exception of a few Star Wars Adidas sneakers that I really like. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I haven't found them as, uh, as great as they can be. Like if you're collaborating and you have the uh, copyright authority to use like anything that Disney owns, which we all know is a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I, I have a high expectation. But you know what, at the same, at the same time, like I know Disney is like, stupid strict with like what you can can't use do this do this i'll do that blah 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 so you know maybe they do have a collab or whatever but we don't know the you know the yeah that's the fair terms of what assets they're allowed to use maybe you know i don't know but like i i definitely see what you're trying to say but at the end of the day we also you know i don't know maybe disney's really being a stickler about it or something yeah that's true i know disney's pixar right is toy story disney guys yeah yes because they just did the whole pack for kids and um i know i, I saw a jacques slade video of him uh just unboxing the whole pack and uh, i thought that was really well done like in terms of like each shoe being for you know a character and whatever and whatnot i just thought the you know the little details and the execution was was pretty good on that obviously those are all kids shoes and whatnot and so you know they can be a lot crazier kind of and out there and you know it's accepted i guess but i thought that was a, a pretty pretty awesome Collab. Well, I, I I thought the coolest thing about that video because I watched it too was the, the packaging. Yeah, the uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, sick. Yeah, in case anyone didn't see the video, essentially they gave Jock Slade all the Adidas Toy Story sneakers 
in a massive toy chest that was based off of the same toy chest that Andy yeah. has all his toys yeah. in in the very first movie, which looks like a cowboy wagon. Go check out that video and, sh- and, sh- and support our buddy Jacques Slade. Okay, and the last of the little segments, not that these are that little, Brett, what do you got for us today, buddy? Yeah, so just a super quick brush over on the, I guess you can say now semi or at least fully confirmed, the Prada X Adidas. I don't think they have a name. It's just based on the uh, Prada Archive Runner of sorts. So just their traditional traditional runner model. But I think, yeah, Sean Weatherspoon skating in them today, posting a video. So I guess he was cleared at some point. So it's a pretty accurate depiction of what we're going to get at a retail standpoint. I really like these. I know, Jason, you were saying earlier in the podcast that you did too. This like translucent upper over these kind of like milky boost hits on the bottom and that red Prada stripe along the heel. I I don't know. I really like these. These are really cool. They have that deconstructed look to them. And it's very like Yeezy-esque almost in sense. It, like it could pass as a Yeezy. I'm with these. I don't like Yeezys, but these are cool. Some Yeezys are cool. Yeah. <laughs> the ones I had are cool. Have are cool. No, Yeezy, I don't know. Yeezy, they got they got good stuff going. I want them foam runners. I need them $7,000 foam runners. I could see you wearing foam runners. Sorry, are they wearing Pokemon socks? That's what I got from that. Yo. Hilarious. You know your boy Sean is wearing Pokemon socks, okay? I spotted the Meowth too. So for the listeners right now, we have an image of uh, Sean's feet right in front of the Prada sneakers wearing a Snorlax yeah. uh, sock on the left foot and a Meowth uh, exactly. sock on the right foot. Now, there's as far as I know about Pokemon, there's no common connection between those two other than they're both Gen 1. But that's interesting. Yeah, I don't Maybe know. Maybe just got all of them in sock that's, form, which is true for that. That would be crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Next Pokemon. But yeah, these are super awesome. Uh, like uh, Brett was saying, I, I don't know if they've named the model yet, but they are very reminiscent to me of the very, very classic Prada's America's Cup, which is like Prada's probably most known sneaker, if you will. If you Google Prada's America's Cup, you'll see the sneaker. You'll probably know what I'm talking about. But yeah, definitely get a lot of the design language from that sneaker. Everything is just kind of very rounded, I feel. And yeah, like Brett said, love the sneaker. Really big. And I, I'm a pretty big fan of like the translucent materials that they've been using a lot as of late so yeah i'm, I'm definitely with these for sure how translucent are these like can you see I, the socks I, through them i don't know i don't know if we're if we're gonna get the the sean Wortherspoon. can i see the meow through the shoes but um <laughs> definitely look like they've got like some translucency maybe not see through completely but you know if you're wearing an orange sock under there i feel like you'd probably get some orange hue through you know you know what i mean like yeah. yeah, you might be able to see the color at the very least. Yeah, like the, yeah. yeah. You probably nice not detail for me. Them, but I like yeah. the fun socks. Yeah, same here. And we don't know anything about like price point or anything yet. This is still way too early, I'm guessing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I'd imagine it'd be kind of steep. Like, weren't the, the... This is the second iteration that they've... In terms of shoes that they've done. I know the first ones was, of course, the Prada Superstar, right? In the yeah. white silver and black colorway that i think you were mentioning before jalen came in i don't know if they all came in like a bowling bag as well or if that was like a special packaging situation but um but I yeah thought they were all in there but yeah, now i'm thinking about no, it maybe I, they sold they, it separately 
the Prada superstars definitely came in that bag. Like it, they, they essentially tried to do something similar to what Dior did with Jordan. Like I think when you open the box, because I watched an unboxing video, the sneakers were in the bag, and then you have to take the sneakers out of the uh, bag as well. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, I guess we can move on to our big topic for the episode. Today's topic is going to be biggest wins and I guess losses as well, if you want, of uh, just any kind of retail experience, retail experiences. So we're, we're keeping this specific to retail, we want to say. We're not going to say just like biggest come ups or biggest L's because obviously that could open things up to, you know, the secondhand uh, market. And we want to keep things uh, on this conversation specific to just, you know, you going into a store and, whoa, these are sitting. What the heck? I got to get these or um, something along those lines. So who wants to who wants to take it away first? I can go. All right, my dude. Start us, start us off, Brett. No worries. Okay. Just a quick disclaimer. I'm actually involved in two of these stories that are going to be told. So I'll let Jason tell his. But mine was uh, actually... It was kind of just when I was like pretty new to Jordans in general. I mostly just had like my Nikes and stuff like that. I used to go to Carlton. So I had a bunch of friends up there up until probably about last year. So I went up to go see some friends with my girlfriend and we were up there. And uh, the second day we were there, we stopped at the Rideau Center, which is kind of just Ottawa's, you know, Eaton Center or whatever. Uh, and I walked into their Foot Locker and uh, a kid turns around and leaves the store from the counter in front of me. Employee takes a box whatever i'm looking around the store and the employee comes out with that box i see that it's a jordan one box and this employee proceeds to put a pair of gold toe highs back on the shelf to which my response was was this a joke and when she said no i bought them so quick <laughs> and you know what if you know, looking back in retrospect, it's probably a shoe that I would never wear in a million years now, but I really enjoyed them back in the day. That was such a great pair of shoes. I enjoyed those and I beat them to the ground. I actually just sold them probably about a year ago. So retail. Beat to the what ground kind of condition and you sold were them? they? Beat to the ground and I sold them. Oh my God. They were like a five out of 10. They were pretty beat, right? I remember you wore those a lot. They were, and I loved them and they were and I, great. And I always find with, uh, with patent shoe, like patent shoes, patent creases like crazy like horribly and it looks yeah. like patent looks looks used fast you know what i mean mm -hmm. so the fact that those were i don't know what was it just the gold toe that was patent or was the black patent on them too i don't know all shoes patent all yeah, shoes whole, even, even the white yeah. even Gee. the white yeah. all right Crease City. yeah I, I guess i can follow that up because uh, i have a very similar story actually and jason's was present uh, in my story so as far as like biggest sneaker sin retail experience that I've had, it's related to the patent gold Air Jordan 1 low. So I think this was in early 2019, like summer of 2019. And everyone in Toronto, like if you walk into Eaton Center, like at least out of one out of every three guys is rocking uh, an Air Jordan 1 low. And the first three colorways were, I think it was the black toes, the um the royal toes and then the gold toes those were like the very first three to come out in the resurgence of the air jordan one low in, tw in 2019 i think uh, jason just started working at our office a couple of months prior and he and i just went to the uh jordan 306 store on young and r.i.p jordan yeah and yeah we were just checking out the sneakers jason really wanted the royal toes and i was just 
kind of looking and I ended up buying the gold toys as well. And I honestly, that was just a really impulsive purchase. Like I thought about it even recently. And if I had just like, you know, taken a day to think about that purchase, I probably wouldn't have made it to begin with. And then the funny part about that is I ended up reselling them recently, similar to Brett. I only wore them like four or five times and there was some minor creasing, but it took me a while to resell them on Kijiji. Like I, I think it took me two or three months to resell them just because uh, the only person, that, the only people that were really curious about buying them were people that would actually wear them. And uh, it's a harder sell once you got creases on there. Right. The Lowe's patent as well? Yeah. Yeah. True. At, at least with the, with the one Lowe's on, I mean, those ones at least, I think, retail's not too bad right it was like one one the retail after tax was 140 and then yeah, i i really resold nice. them for 120 so awesome, like it, it, yeah pretty good value retention and uh for for all the new sneakerheads listening definitely think about whether or not you're gonna want this sneaker like if you're not if you haven't thought about it like late at night then that's probably a good indicator that you probably don't really want it you don't need the sneaker yeah yeah um, and also like just in general like try to pick sneakers like unless you really love them uh if you're going to make an impulse purchase try to impulsively buy sneakers that uh have some kind of value retention yeah aka jordans like less than a numbered 13 or something yeah pretty much yeah that's that's funny uh that like brett was mentioning the other day to me the uh like the 10 day rule or whatever you're saying brett where it's like oh my god i was just about to talk about this <laughs> I have, I'm still I have a, it's a seven day rule and i you tell my girlfriend i'm still annoying her talking about this shoe in seven days that means that i should buy it and if i stopped talking about it within that seven days i didn't want it that bad yeah. and i use that rule and you know what it's actually pretty accurate because most yeah, of the shoes that i want after a week i've kept and That's you can apply this to everything. <laughs> so since COVID started and I've been purchasing most of my sneakers like online or mostly through eBay, I actually started making a spreadsheet where I like list off all the sneakers that I've been thinking about buying, but I actually like give them a score based on like, do they have a meaning to me? Oh Are they a God. unique brand that I haven't tried for? Like stuff like that. So that's how right. I've been trying to avoid you, the impulse purchase you create a risk management score for your shoes yes price? yes <laughs> send me that spreadsheet because i want to use it how many uh, conditionally formatted the cells such that uh i'm screen sharing it now for you guys oh my gosh this is incredible god oh, total oh my gosh he literally does he has a score and he combines the scores guys the planter list is grown yeah Okay, like I, I don't have a deadline, right? Like I, I, I try to like you know just to keep it calm. The flight eighty nine is also a personal favorite. That this list has so many different brands on it. I, I rate that. I see and one here. I see Li Ning. Yo, everyone needs some Li Nings, all right? Everyone go buy some Li Nings. Li Ning is doing crazy stuff, man. Yo, Nabil. Yeah, the ball and the aunt pearls, Nabil. You know, okay, it's actually sad that you mentioned that right now because the Aunt Pearls that I was like eyeing on eBay for 80 bucks just sold like yesterday. That's cheap. Yeah. I, I like the seven. That's a, it's, a, wait, wait. Okay. I know he does. I know Kevin Durant does an Aunt Pearl like for almost. He does it for every iteration. Every model. For every one, right. So which KD was this that you had? The KD6. So in I general, gonna... that sneaker, the KD6 Aunt Pearl had two meanings to me. Like one being that uh, my grandmother passed away from breast cancer as well. And the second being that Seth Fowler, who's my favorite sneaker YouTuber, 
his mother passed away from breast cancer and this was the shoe that uh he had in his collection to honor that so it's kind of like a double meaning uh to yeah, me for that sneaker i was gonna yeah. say is it the six i like the i like the kd6 yeah eight? it's like the one that has like a 97 um uh sole yeah with the asymmetrical lacing yeah 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 there you go yeah, I, I I messed with the uh, with the six a lot. There are a lot of really good colorways um, within that model. Yeah, I mean in general, like a lot of Katie's uh, older line sneakers, like KD ten or below, um, are actually pretty fire for uh, around the time that we were growing up. Like I think around that time, like those were like the hyper sneakers because this is like pre off white, pre a lot of pre Yeezy, wow. and yeah. Some of these Katies are horrible, man. Okay, they're not all gems. <laughs> Rock what you like. On the topic of buying what you like, I can go next. Yeah. Okay, do it up, Jay. Uh, I am a complete fiend every time I go to the outlet. I am just buying everything, and it's terrible. The best and the worst, I think, happen on the same day. Okay, I love because it. Because every time I go on vacation with my family, we stop in Buffalo, and we go to all the outlets, and it's like, a thing we remember all of them even from when i was young we used to do this because there's no taxes but i think jason you saw these shoes and i still wear them and they're my favorite beaters there are these weirdo air max plus is what they're called they're just complete grs but every time i wear them i always get people ask me what they are and i could almost never tell them because they don't really have a name they're so comfortable i wear them all the time and the next outlet we went to, uh, they were like 15 bucks. Are you talking about the P6000? No, they're here. Let me. No, there's an Air Max Plus. It kind of looks like the TN, doesn't it? Yeah, they look like the TNs. And I always get that. Like, they look like the TN. Oh, you, so you, you literally are talking about an Air Max Plus? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's that white pair. Well, she said very obscure pair, like an Air Max Plus. Yeah, I, I was confused pair. too. So but, I'm, sorry, okay. I'm sorry. I was confused. They're a really weird colorway. Like, okay. And color? it always confuses people. They're almost all warm gray, and then just the swoosh is like a nude. So uh, they're really confusing from really far away, and people always ask me if they're they're tans. And for a while, I couldn't tell them what they were because they didn't come with a box. I had no idea what they were. No. But they're fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's very similar. One yeah. five, Jalen. Yeah, one five. Oh man, that's amazing. U.S. But no tax. So. Still, still, and yeah. still, uh, that's like what twenty Canadian. Like yeah, still, yeah. Anything Air Max, you know, it has a, a steep like retail price to it. Even I mean, yeah. yeah. So it was a nice find. Wear them all the time. So that's love cool. those. The next outlet we went to, and I was just on a spree. I was like buying everything. I picked up some other things there too, but I've since sold them because I never wore them. But the same thing, I went to the next outlet and there was a pair of the M2K Technos, also in a nude. And I thought I really wanted them. And they were also like less than 20 bucks. I think they were 18. They're all nude. I still have them, but they're just so chonky and so uncomfortable. I've worn them maybe twice, but I can't let them go because of the deal. They're uncomfy? That's kind of surprising. Yeah. Yeah. They're really heavy. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, and like, I don't know, st walking in them, your balance is kind of weird. That's funny. So, you know, impact-wise, I guess they're comfy because I don't feel the ground, but Wolf. they're weird to walk in. So kind of the pro and con of the outlet retail. Now, Jalen, yeah. I, I do remember you mentioning this to me when I saw you wearing them. Now, I guess 
maybe you didn't mention it because you didn't find them. I know you mentioned your dad found them for you. Yeah. The outlets. But mm-hmm. I'm going to bring up this this shoe as well as one of my sneaker sins in the sense that I missed out and should have copped it at retail. But um, the Dunk Low, the Corduroy Dunk Lows in the Dusty Peach colorway. Oh, my God. I think about these all the time and how I should have bought them and I didn't. I remember you saying like your dad found a pair for you again at the outlets for like 40 bucks. Yeah, like 40 bucks. Wait, what was this? This is like Dixie Outlet. That is like the clearance of clearance stores. So like that's nuts. That's insane. Mm -hmm. I was like, if you you can go on StockX right now and take a look at these corduroy donkeys, they're like $600. Honestly, you shouldn't feel too bad about them. They're stupid uncomfortable. What? What do you mean? Really? Yeah. I wear like them com- still, but they're compared to other dunks or just like in general. Compared to other dunks, That's they're just so stiff. Oh really? Like, yeah, and I've had dunks before. I still have like a bunch of old like also outlet purchases, but these are like I don't know. I know people have been complaining about the new dunks coming out being you know less quality than the old ones or whatever, mm-hmm. but these are so uncomfortable. Your poo poo, eh? Oh, well, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I- I didn't know that. And they fit true to size, so it's not even like That's these fine. are these are men's, right? So I yeah. I'm wearing a youth size. I love them. They're yeah. so pretty. They're I was definitely guessing. they've got a spot on the shelf. Right. Colorway is so good. Like they did such a good job. I'm looking at what, them right now. Which laces do you have in them, Jalen? I'm just curious. I had one with the olive and one with the white. Oh, that's sick. Mm-hmm. I, I me personally, the white laces hit harder. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's hit. Anyway, I, I I brought it up just because I remember at Drift like last year or two years ago, they sat like all summer and I, I picked them up so many times too. It was like, wow, I really like these. I really like the suede and the cord on these, but I'm not going to buy them because I'm an idiot or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> they're a nice summer shoe. I will admit yeah. that. And because I'm like, you know, right downtown, they're not too uncomfortable to walk around in for a bit. Yeah. But... yeah. And like the, the retail on dunks is so low at like 120 or I don't know. This was maybe a 140. I don't know why I didn't. Anyways, I'm sorry. I wish I got a box though. Oh, no box on them. Yeah, no box on them because they were out there. Half box? Half box? Uh, half box, yeah. But top, not right? there either. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chop the top. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. So for my biggest retail come up and Brett was here when I got this and we all made the purchase together. He, he bought them as well. Uh, so Ooh. Brett has the same story. Woo. It was one faithful day in 2018, I think, when these came out, right, Brett? It might have been last year. No, it was. It was, it was no? like time. I don't know. Maybe it was. It was January. It was January. Okay, maybe it was. Maybe it was like January last year. That's possible. So it's been a long 2020, guys. So it was the literal, like statistically, ended up being statistically the coldest day of That's 2020 right. or 2019. Okay, it was a blisteringly cold day, and. Yeah. Me and Brett and uh, our other good buddy um, were out doing our rounds downtown, and you know we always uh, we always stop in and say hi to our friends at Adrift and Livestock. And uh, you know, as we're strolling down Spadina, you know we're looking through the window at Adrift on the right, and you know I'm always looking for my buddy, uh, my buddy Yoshi, who's one of the uh, the employees' little dog, who oh, they always 
little Frenchie actually, they always bring to the shop. And, you know, kind of, you know, you can see the shoe shelf through the window. And I mean, I think it was probably you, Brett, who spotted it at first because you've always got your eyes open for this stuff. We were in the streetcar going south about to get off at Queen. Yeah? No, we were on the street. No, oh. we were getting off the streetcar. And as we were getting off the streetcar through the streetcar window, I saw right into the shelf and I was like, no way. And lo and behold, what was it? Well, it was the pigeon dunks in the, like, I guess the panda, panda the panda, or sorry, the panda pigeon dunks. Yeah, my bad. Um, I guess they're not even the pigeon dunks, they're just the panda dunks. Uh, yeah, it was the panda pigeons they were called. The panda pigeons, whatever. They still had a pigeon on the side of the heel. Yeah, exactly. So they're stunning. And then the newspaper clipping outsole from the first, it, it's just, they're, they're so good. Uh, so Drift had got them, you know, a couple weeks prior or whatever, uh, as they should have. The release date came, and of course, the hype was absolutely bananas for them. They said they had, you know, lineups the night prior, and they had people fighting in line. And when that happens, you know, they, they shut down the release. I think, I don't know if the police had gotten called as well and like the police had made them shut it down or if they had done it on their own accord. This is a drift I'm talking about. We all know the story of the original panda dunks or pigeons from back in like 2004 where there was definitely police involved. But anyways, uh, so they shut down the, the Adrift had shut down the panda release and they were like, we're just going to surprise drop kind of when we feel like it. And lo and behold, we were the luckiest of luckiest. And we walk in and not only do we get to like buy a pair, but we get like our sizes. And we're talking like, like I'm a 9P5. It's like a nine. Our buddy's a 10 and a half. Like, you know, I, I don't know what you guys call golden sizes, but golden size is anywhere from like what? 8.5 to like 10, 8.5 to 9.5, something like that. For men's, yeah. Usually the money sizes in men's, mm -hmm. yes talking about men's sizing and so i went in picked up a, a pair of 9.5s in uh for i think the retail on them was 135 yep crazy crazy and like to put perspective on this like we were the only people in this store for the entirety of our transaction from holding them to buying them and then talking yeah. to our, to our home. Yeah. it was a matter of like six to ten minutes where we were the only people in the store like these were sitting after we left crazy yeah 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 that's I, i'm glad we saved that story for last because uh yeah. definitely, <laughs> definitely the biggest come up uh retail come up and, and uh yeah super awesome still have them to this day of course sitting on the shelf i should probably take them out so they don't oxidize so hard but yeah yeah for sure i feel like if more stores did like shop or shop drop like that i like hearing that story i don't even feel mad that i didn't know or didn't get right? them because yeah because it's just like, like what it is. I agree, Jalen. I, I I think way more stores should do shock drops and stuff like that. And I I don't know why they don't. Kind of. I like, don't. This almost feels easier, also mm -hmm. for them. For for you guys, yeah. Like make your yeah. life easier and don't deal with like a whole bunch of ravenous kids in lines. Like, and like a drift does do a lot of shock dropping. I think actually, right, uh, Brett? Mm -hmm. Like it did. Yeah, the and they do a lot. But you know, I, I think that's kind of like an outdated system you know, in the sense that with COVID, you naturally can't have shock drops. And then the downside oh. of that being online is that people can just put their bot scanning 24 seven on the website. So the moment you drop them, they're all scooped up anyway. So it's not really a shock drop. But in real life, IRL, if COVID wasn't a thing, yeah, I IRL shock drop, I completely yeah. agree. 
this is to me this is like one of the reasons why uh every toronto sneakerhead's dream is to have like a condo near spadina and queens ha, like. ha, ha, ha. exactly now <laughs> on, the, on the second floor so you can just jump out the balcony if the elevator's busy lol, lol. Yeah. and just beeline it i guess what can be said for in store shock drops is like you have to be close to the store or whatever you have to have access to the store and you know yeah. the online obviously aspect allows people you know in you know, who live in less, you know, not in big cities that have these stores, uh, you know, the opportunity to to purchase these shoes. Um, I never think about it really, but yeah, I'm really lucky to be living in Toronto and have access to all these freaking awesome boutiques that, you know, have all this great stock and whatnot, you know, like, so um, we're blessed in that sense. But yeah, I, like from the, from the shock drop standpoint, you know, it would suck if you're uh, in London, Ontario and, and everything's just getting shock dropped in store because you're not getting your hands on anything. Just like Canada in general, like too, right? Because like even if you're in the US, like I feel like there's still more like stores and like retail outlets per capita than there is in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're right. And I mean, on that same kind of note, like Brett and I will go into the uh the Stussy store in Toronto a decent amount. And they have you know, we we're we're again, we're lucky enough that in Toronto we have a Stussy chapter store and like kind of a big deal uh especially for Stussy when like big Stussy releases are coming out so for example just this past week like Stussy did a pretty big high profile collaboration with CDG 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 and you know they have these these bomber jackets that they dropped and you know they dropped the whole collection online and everything is wiped out online like Brett said because of these filthy bots within seconds and well, us in Toronto, we can walk to the Stussy store a week later and they still have stock of stuff. And it's like, what? It's kind of crazy. Like just this week, oh, yeah, I, I said Jason when I was working in the morning and it was the day that it was the first business day since the release of the Stussy CDG stuff. And I just texted him. I said, hey, you know, on a whim, do you want to waste an hour on lunch and just drive to the Stussy store and see if they have anything? Because I was kind of eyeing the bomber. I didn't know if I was going to buy it or not. And uh, we walk in on lunch, and like you said, I mean, albeit you know the varsity wasn't there because it didn't actually release. It released at an earlier date, so it wasn't there. Other I saw the varsity. I saw the varsity the week prior. Yeah, so the uh, the entire collection was sitting there, head to toe, toe pegs and all. And uh, the bomber was too, and I tried it on, and it was a big mistake because I'm four hundred dollars less rich. Five hundred. But it's so worth it. So shout out in store retail experiences. Absolutely. <laughs> On that note, that's our episode for today, guys. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to listen through to the end of our uh, second episode here. Please tune in again next week and give us a follow on Instagram at sneakersins uh, with a Z or a Z, depending on if you're American or not. Um, and also just a little full disclaimer, Sneakersins is recorded before a live studio audience. And all thoughts, queries, and qualms we discuss on the pod are, of course, our own opinions. So please don't get too mad. Thanks, uh, thanks again, guys, and peace. Peace, peace out, out, everyone. Peace.